this is Joseph Carlson, and this is episode 98 of Gaming with Grief, and I'm calling this episode the 3D One Hour Impressions, and I'll tell you why in a bit, but let me do the intro. So just to let you guys know, this podcast will hit my website, www.gamingwithgrief.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m. Go there, leave me a comment, let me know what you think of the podcast, or you can go over to iTunes, subscribe to the podcast there. It is the Gaming with Grief podcast with Joseph Carlson. It's got a black background with smoke. It's a burnt match. It looked pretty cool. Go there. Or you can go to gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Write me an email. Let me know what you think of the show. You know, let me know how I can improve. Or you can find me on Twitter at JustLittleJoe. Uh, go there. Uh, again, leave a comment. Let me know what you think. Uh, stuff like that. And I'm calling this episode um, the 3D One Hour Impressions because... My wife and I, who's here with me, she, she and I played uh, the re-release of um, Super Mario 3D World on the Nintendo Switch. It originally came out for the Wii, I think in 20, oh, I want to say 2014 maybe, I don't know, that maybe. I didn't look up. It was a while ago. Right, she, you played it back then. Mm-hmm. We all played it. We did, did the whole party mode thing, mm-hmm. but this time you and I played it on the Switch. We beat the first world. Uh, we beat Bowser's butt in the car. Uh, you won a lot of crowns. I gotta I mean, just say. he was doing a lot of, uh, you know, talking smack. There was a lot of trash talking in the morning about who was going to win more crowns. And just to be clear, you won more crowns than I did. So. Oh, thank you. Well played, madame. Thank you. Well played. I appreciate yeah. that. So, yeah. So, uh, it... Th- it's still fun. Mm-hmm. Um, the camera's a little bit strange sometimes, I think. Yeah. Uh, being Toad, you race. Uh, he's obviously the fastest. Toad's always been the fastest. He's my favorite. Um, he does rocket across the... He does. Yeah, a lot. Which, in some instances, could not be good. No, it's not good all the time. Yes. And it, uh, you, you don't know what you're doing. And then Toad will just mm-hmm. rocket off this side of the course, which is terrible. You lose a lot of common lives. I mean, if I were Toad, that'd be terrible. But since I wasn't Toad, I thought it was funny. It was, yeah. And then <laughs> he has like a blood-curdling scream that he makes. He's like, no. And like, and uh, my wife. Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> you, you were Princess Peach. I love and Princess Peach because she y- floats. Yeah, and, and, uh, and you would laugh a lot. Like, not Princess Peach. She, my wife would just pause and laugh a lot of me. The blood curdling scream of me laughing, uh, which it was, was great. terrible. It was great. Yeah, you For liked me. it, and then and then obviously they tally up the score at the end. Who got more points? Uh, and there was you know, and it's a graph that goes up. And then when it stops, when you get to second or third or whatever, like we only played two players. But the the just the glee on your face, you're like, oh, you're so far well, behind. Well, there was one where you had zero points. Yeah, it was zeroed out, and she had all the other points. That's great. Yeah, and so we're probably going to talk about that in counseling in the next couple of weeks. It's probably going to come up a little bit, you know, what was going on, what was happening. Uh, it'll drive a wedge between our relationship. Um, but it is a really fun game. I know a lot of people don't like it as much because you don't get to control the camera. Uh, and um, I think that's what people don't like as much. And, you know... It is weird sometimes being in a two-player setting where you pick someone up and you're running, and you're like, "Wait, I didn't want to do that. I didn't want that to. I didn't want that to happen." Uh, 
that's hard. Uh, but um, stuff like that sucks. And it is uh, terrible. But I still found it really fun. Again, I like Toad, so I'm a little bit skewed. You, of course, always pick Princess Peach. I do. Because she floats. Yeah. Um, it's a fun game. It is hard to recommend at 60 bucks because if you played it on the Wii U, you know, you've already paid for it. Why pay for it again? But there was a cool thing. We played uh, We played the Bowser's in- Inside Fury, which is a new add-on mode. Which is good, I will say, if it's just one player because the only option for the second player is being little Bowser. Yeah, Bowser doesn't, Jr. Doesn't do in much. the teacup with the propeller. Um and that was really the only thing that I think we had a problem. I mean, it's fun. It I, I did hear things about Bowser's Night Fury where it was more of a experiment. Like with the team, there's oil. Oh. If you played uh, Mario Sunshine back in the day or the re-release in the Mario 3D, uh, it was like the Mario 35 anniversary that came out. Uh, there was a uh, Mario Sunshine that came out on the GameCube, I believe. Uh, that was on there. I played a little bit of it. I did my impressions earlier on the podcast. Um, that kind of stuff was kind of neat to go back and play a game that I never played before, the Super Mario Sunshine, obviously. Um, but what I think was really fun about, you know, there's oil. So what is Bowser's Inside Fury? Uh, it is an open world, almost like uh, Mario Odyssey, if you played that, where you have it, it's like 3D Mario, like it's almost Mario 64. You have complete control mm-hmm. of the camera. Uh, Mario has a moveset. They really lean into the cat theme. Everything yes. is cat themed. Yes. Everything is cat themed. Um, you have the ability to um, get cat suits. You get cat shines, which are basically these big bells that look like cats. Everything in the world looks like cats. You get these uh, fragments of cat shines that are, uh, you get like five or six of them, and then you unlock a big shine, and that makes, that takes this oil that is like covering the world, that like takes this oil away from the lighthouses and things covering the world. And then randomly what happens is every time uh, Bowser will show up, it'll start to rain. Mm -hmm. There's kind of oil around the level in the water. Uh, it starts to rain. Bowser will show up. He's big, black, oily creature. He has a life bar, which is interesting. He shoots out, um, like, fire. And that actually unlocks parts of the level. Mm-hmm. So, like, if he hits something, it'll have, like, a block with his face on it. If it hits that, then it will, uh, it'll blow that up, and you'll find a cat shine or coins or something. And uh, what happens is you find a mega cat shine, which is this big cat bell, and you get gargantuan. So it's almost like Godzilla in that respect. Your giant cat. Where you're fighting against Bowser in this big arena. Um, and we beat him once. We, I, I well, beat Joe him. Well, Joe did. Right. So although I lost in... Um, a lot. I lost a lot, mm-hmm. and I did not get a lot of crowns. No. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't get a lot of crowns. I still beat Bowser. I mean, I'll give you that. Right. She'll give me that because I wasn't wearing a crown on my head when I beat Bowser, so it really no. doesn't matter. Right. Right. Okay. So, uh, yeah. You fight Bowser in these big arenas. Oil is kind of covering the level. You defeat him. He goes back, and I'm sh- and then it opens up a new area. There is a world map. So it's like, hey, this new area is opened up now that the oil is kind of un- you know spread out. Then you go through and find cat shines. It does remind me of Mario Odyssey a little bit, like that little open world. It does remind me a lot of the, the Mario 64. Right. Um, 
And which I played a little bit on the 35th thing, but I did not own a Nintendo 64, so I'm a terrible Nintendo. I mean, I owned um, one, and I I just didn't connect to the game. You never really played Mario 64? I did. Yeah, but, but it I wasn't. didn't like it as much. But you loved Super Mario World on the SNES. That was your yes, game. That was yeah, my jam. you play that over and over again. Mm-hmm. It's weird because everybody says Mario 64 is like revolutionary, but no. Yeah. You get Yoshi in this. Yeah. You get Plexi. Yeah, in Super Mario World, you get Yoshi, and that's when you get Plexi, which is from Super Mario 3D World. He's like a water dinosaur that floats through the water, and he shows up in Bowser's Night Fury. He's pretty cute. Yeah, he's pretty adorable. He he bounces around like a little balloon. They make little balloon noises. It's a. It is an interesting experiment. Like, I, I listen to a lot of gaming podcasts, and I read a lot of gaming coverage on different sites like GameSpot and IGN, and, um, this apparently was Bowser's Design Fury was apparently uh, experimental, so it was like whoever made the Mario games, the main team was like, "Hey, we're trying something out," and they just tried this kind of like open world with the cat shines. That's probably why they reused assets from Sunshine. I'm not gonna be saying anything about the lazy developers. That's always a thing of like the developers are lazy. I don't think it's that. I think it's like they're like, "What assets do we have around that really speak to this open world?" Oh, the oil is interesting. We can uncover mm-hmm. the world. They can have all these new things happen, uh, you know, with the cat shines. They really leaned, again, they really leaned into the cats. A lot of cats. Like, a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot. There is a lot of cat stuff in this one. Um, but it's fun. I don't know, would you recommend it? I would. I would just recommend the regular 3D world over the Bowser's Fury. Right. That, that's, harder, that's harder to recommend if you played it, because 60 bucks is hard. If you it is, played it. but you are getting a deal for both games in one. Right, the Bowser's Night Future, which you haven't beaten it. I've heard I it's about four or five it. hours, maybe, just to find all but the shines. But I, I feel like I'm enjoying the regular 3D world more. Yeah, and there is... I, I I mean, when we played the 3D world before, we did the traditional, have a bunch of people over and play it, and we weren't mm-hmm. paying attention. But apparently, you know, there is a completion aspect to every Mario game. There, the, This idea of... You and I were doing it a little bit, where you find every green star... Then you find the stamp mm-hmm. in the level. So it could be, you find it, it re- really looks like a stamp. And then when the level's over, it shows like a stamp collection. Mm-hmm. And then something unlocks. It'll be like a star or a coin or Plexi, uh, Plessy, the character, mm-hmm. the dinosaur. So you can unlock all those. And if you hit the top of the flagpole, the flag will glow or have like glitter around it. And that is another unlockable. And sometimes those things... I mean, we're in the early levels, but sometimes you're like, oh, we missed it. Like, mm-hmm. it's over there. Some of them are timed trials. So it's like, oh, we, you know, yeah. we didn't get all the coins. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then finding the stamps, some of the times we just didn't even see where the stamps are. Well, and some of the, the stars are kind of hard to find, too. Right. And and as we were playing it, I was talking to Carla. It's like, oh, I should go back and beat Odyssey. And to, to be honest, I, I found this weird thing with me sometimes where you... I've seen you do it a couple times, and you probably haven't seen it with me, but like... I'll watch you complete a game and there's something about watching you roll credits on something where I'm like, don't need to do that. Even though I bought the game and need to play it. And I think Odyssey, I was just getting to the point where, and I did it with the Mario 3D collection as well. You would get the three stars that they mm-hmm. would show you on the title screen. Like this world one, one has three stars mm-hmm. and you would find it and then it would reload. It's like, Oh, now it's got four stars. Yeah. And you're like, why weren't you just showing me this in the beginning? There's something about that slow reveal that annoys me. 
which yeah, it is. It is might be sacrilegious to Mario fans out there. That that's part of the the joy, I guess. Um, but I, I just found it. Even Odyssey did that with the moons, where you would find certain moons, and then it would be like, oh wait, there's more moons, or you would find a block I, yes. and not being able to break it. But then after you beat Bowser at the end of the game, it's like. You'd see these, like that cutscene that you did, like spoilers, there's a cutscene at the end of the Mario game. These meteors come down and explode the uh, the bricks that I saw. And so then you'd have to go to the first level, like where you saw that brick, oh, that's a star now. And you got to figure out a way to get up there and get it, you know? And it's stuff like that where I don't, I see for some people, it's like, oh yeah, there's more to do, that's great. But for me, it's like, uh, strangely enough, as a small tangent, I played uh, Dragon Quest Eleven on the Switch. And there was this weird thing where you had someone in your party that could see secrets, or at least I think it may have just been a quality of life thing, but they would say, like, in this area there is seven secrets, and you have found three of the seven. And I'm like, mm-hmm. cool, cool, cool. So I know I'm going to look around and try to find the other secrets. And it was just a good way to... It was just a really good way to... Um, you're like, okay, so I know exactly what I have to do. And in Mario, they do the slow reveal... It just kind of bothers me that they don't tell you everything to do. Um, like the idea that you um, that you don't know everything you're gonna do. Uh, sorry, my dog's being a little crazy. Um, but the idea that you don't know uh, you don't know everything that you're going for is kind of frustrating to me. But again, I think some Mario players are like, oh, there's more secrets. That's so cool. Yeah, but I would find that annoying. But me, like, when, yeah. I, when I'd when i find all three coins, like, oh, that's done. And the game would be like, oh, no, there's two more. Yeah. And then when I played uh, Super Mario 64, uh, you'd find, like, the fourth star in a world. And then they'd be like, oh, wait, there's another one. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... Uh, I mean, come on, game, really? Like, I know. That, that was kind of frustrating. It is frustrating. You know? I don't enjoy um, when games do that. But you really liked uh, you really liked Super Mario World. Was there, there was coins, obviously. There those big Yoshi coins There's you coins. Finds. You could use Yoshi, and you could use Yoshi to eat things, which was one of my favorite things. Wasn't there, like, Yoshi? There was some kind of gold coins or a star you found in those games? Probably. Yeah. Um, I haven't played it in a while. Yeah, we, we, I think we need to dust that off and play that. I have the Super Nintendo Classic. Uh, there's a couple games I want to play for that too for the review. Well, so. it is on the Switch online. Store. Oh yeah, yeah, we could do that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is yeah. there, yeah. Yeah, so we we've had a lot of fun. Like, um, I don't know. Do you guys like the Switch? I love the Switch. I think I think it's great. We could do a whole podcast on how great. I the was Switch I'm playing there. Little Nightmare, which is good. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, um, but back back to uh, yeah, Super Mario 3 Three. So you, I mean, you would recommend it because of the added mode of the Bowser's in, Inside for, Fury for value for money value. Yeah, you're getting two games yes. in one, basically. Um, I personally enjoy playing the 3D uh, portion more than Bowser's Fury. And I think the, I'm the other way. I haven't purchased the game. I just played it on your Switch. But I like the open world thing. I think I'd like to mess around. Maybe, like you said, take your Switch, mess around a bit, and have just the Bowser's Inside Fury kind of uh, open world. Oh, let me try to get these. Yeah, try it, as a, try it um, alone. Right, because we talked yeah. about the, the the fact that you're Bowser Jr. You know, he's in his helicopter teacup that he's in. Yeah, that's um, all you can do is float. And yeah, watch you me really run around. float around, and there was times where you couldn't grab certain shines, but yeah. you could grab portions of shines, yeah. which was frustrating. Where I'm like, and plus, since one person really controls the camera, you're like, 
okay, I'm just going to fly over there. And you would you literally just helicopter over there and be like, okay, I'm waiting for you. And then the other person couldn't really get over there because mm-hmm. you were Mario and you're trying to use your cat abilities or whatever to kind of climb. And it was kind of frustrating. It, it was frustrating for me because I'm far away and I can't control yeah. the camera. Mm-hmm. And then it's frustrating for you because you can't just jet over there, you know? Yeah. So I, could see, I think as a one player, it would make it would be more really, a better experience. Yeah, it would be really fun. And I, what I think, I you know, it is, I think, designed for like a sibling thing, maybe younger siblings where maybe one sibling sees another sibling, like the younger sibling sees the older sibling play it. They don't, you know, they maybe can't read or, you know, they're young or uh, they just want to assist because there is a mode in there where it's when you set up second player, it's like, how much do you want the second player to help? A lot or a little? And I think that backs off how much control you have. We didn't try out every... Uh, we didn't, but we, it, it could possibly be that. Yeah, it could be that it's like, hey, you got a little sibling that just wants to play with you but can't really... Um, really doesn't, you know, is not old enough to really grasp what's going on but definitely wants to help. So, yeah, I think... Uh, I mean, I, would, I definitely want to try it out. I think there's value in it, especially... You know, a lot of people bag on Nintendo a long time for giving you the same old thing or whatever. And I think they do experiment. And I think it's interesting to see uh, Bowser's Inside Fury as an experiment and what that would do. I think to... it's good. Yeah. And I think it is good. The controls are good. Um, you know, they're responsive. Huh. Um, again, Nintendo does a lot with an art style. So I didn't see any frame rate drips, drops, drips. I didn't see anything dropping or anything hard to control. Nothing jittered or anything. No, no, it um, ran pretty smooth. Yeah, I think I think that was one thing that was really impressive too. Yeah. Smooth. So, yeah, I, th- I think I would definitely recommend it. You would recommend it. You like the 3D world more. I think I'd like to try the Bowser's Inside Fury a little bit more, just for the open worldness. But I, um, I wasn't playing Bowser's Fury for very long right. before I switched over to the other one. Oh yeah, because you didn't even get to the boss no, I battle. Did not. Yeah, no. but we beat Bowser. And but then it, it opens up all... Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe that's something we'll do later. Um, yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, that's good. So recommend, definitely recommend. Absolutely recommend, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Nintendo, again, Nintendo doesn't put a lot of stuff on sale. No, so, no. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I mean, uh, I think that's it for this week, guys. I think uh, we both liked it. Uh, if you have a partner, play it. We had a good time. I think... For us, the dynamic with us is the smack talk. Now, my wife clearly beat me this time, but I'm definitely going to have a rematch. I mean, he'll going... try. Right, I'll try to have a rematch, but I, I'm definitely going to aim for <laughs> trying to beat, you know, everything and beat each other. And, I mean, I, I think I think I can do it. I think I can pull it out. Um, but the problem is, see, here's the deal. If I try to beat you, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go for stars, right? So I'm like, oh, you only have 12 stars. I have all 42 stars. And you're going to be like, yeah, but we didn't do that together, so it doesn't count. And uh, how many crowns did you get? Oh, none, none. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I mean, it's good that you're already seeing this play out before right. we actually play. Because <laughs> I know so you. So that's will. important. Well, what I think is interesting about Peach. Can I just bring this up before we leave? She floats. Yeah, that's interesting, and it's always been cool. But what I think is interesting is she already has a crown because she's Princess Peach. Yeah. But when you get the crown in the game, it's a bigger crown that goes over your crown. So. I mean, I mean she's been waiting for a long time to have both. Right. There's so much vanity just floating around Princess Peach. I mean, you already like, know she's vain. Right. She's a princess. Yes. Yeah. I'm just saying, I think... This <laughs> is really working out for This me. is not... My <laughs> argument is not working out. Um, anyway, have a good week, guys. We had have a great a time week. playing. We definitely recommend playing it. 
uh, just to do the outro, just to remind you guys, this podcast will hit my website, www.gamewithgrieve.com, on Monday morning at 7 a.m. Leave a comment there. Let me know what you think of the podcast. Um, go to iTunes, subscribe to the podcast. It's the Gaming with Grieve podcast with Joseph Carlson. Go there, leave me a com- leave a comment. Let me know what you think. Give me some stars. Rate me. I'm not one of those people that tells you to give me a five star rating. If rate me what you think it is. If you think it's a one, tell me why. If you think it's a five, tell me why. Um, or you can go to gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Go there. Let me know what you think of the show. Uh, you know how I can improve stuff like that. If you have a question or comment, I'll read it over the air. If you want me to, if not, I won't. Um, and I think that's it for this week, guys. Do you have anything else to add, babe, before we leave? No, have a good week, everybody. Yeah, have a good week, and uh, we're recording this on Easter, so if you're religious, uh, you know, have a good Easter, and if you're not religious... Have uh, a nice Sunday. Have a good Sunday, having maybe a beer and playing Mario 3D World with your wife, and uh, you know what? Have a good week, guys. Uh, We'll talk to you next week. Bye. (laughs) Thank you.